Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Your home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, Cougars, and Aggies. This is Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keery. Is that show all right? Presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Be a goldfish. That is the motto of the day. It is Unrivaled. 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Scott Mitchell, along with Jake Hatch, filling in for Alex Curie, who is way, way, way on a secret assignment. Uh, Ted Lasso's coming back. I'm excited about it. Ted Lasso has done so much for people's positive attitude and great, great quotes. Believe and, you know, little green army men and we're getting all luck- that stuff. We're getting lucky over the next two weeks. Because tomorrow, I don't know if you, you watch The Mandalorian? No. Okay. Well, The Mandalorian Season 3 drops tomorrow. Do I need to be watching that? I really enjoy it. Why have I not heard about this? Do you not have Disney Plus? You don't know the- Disney Plus? Yeah, the streaming service. I have Disney Minus. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Doesn't have all I'm just saying, so tomorrow- What's The Mandalorian? It's a Star Wars story that branches off. Really? This is the third season. It's actually been two and a half years in the making or something like that. Jeremy, you probably know better than I would about how long- it's been a hot minute since they last were on, but that's coming out tomorrow. So that debuts tomorrow. Oh. And then two weeks from tomorrow, it's the Ted Lasso yes. debut on Apple TV+. Plus. Yes. Got to have all the streaming services. I think they're <laughs> yes. doing it on purpose. They're just giving us one good program on every single oh, streaming yeah. service. Because, uh-huh. like, uh, I'm a Yellowstone fan. And you have to have Peacock for that. Right. Yep. It's just like, man. Yep. Guess what? I have them all. Oh, and if I want to watch the jazz? Hi, Fubo. 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 <laughs> Speaking of wanting to watch the Jazz. Well, that might be changing. Good little segue there, wasn't it? Yeah, well done. Um, (laughs) So this is just so bizarre to me. So on March 31st, uh, AT&T Sportsnet is is going away, right? Shutting down operations. At least that's that's the word that they gave to the teams that they are operating with, yes. Yeah, and we talked about this briefly with Ben Anderson. Uh, who's our our uh, jazz insider? Mm-hmm. 
um, yesterday. But um, what the heck happens to the Jazz if if this if they cease operations? They do see, see, cease operations. I understand the commissioner, everyone's not overly concerned about this. But, you know, it's hard to watch Jazz games as it is right now. And, yeah. I mean, you for me, it's like, you know, it's, it's an act of God. And then, of course... You haven't had to worry about it this year, but there are games that are blocked out or blacked out in your area. Uh, why would why would they not want to have more access to the jazz and people being able to watch? Well, okay, and that's one thing that Ryan Smith has been very vocal about is getting as many people the opportunity to watch this team. In some way, small way, I'm actually, and I'm going to say this right now, AT&T Sportsnet shutting down is actually a net positive in all of this. And I, I, know, oh, I, know that okay. so, I know that sounds counterintuitive, but they were talking about re-upping with AT&T Sportsnet going next year and right. beyond. Had that happened, it's going to be the same restrictions on getting people to see it. This will force the Jazz to innovate and make it more widely distri- distributed. Are they going to have to work with maybe a streaming platform or something like that to distribute it? Yes, but you're not going to be locked down with AT&T Sportsnet and being able to watch it on DirecTV Stream, Fubo TV, having DirecTV, the, the limited options. Because Dish dropped it. Dish dropped AT&T Sportsnet on their television package. Yeah. So this is actually going to work out in the long run better for jazz fans than if they were to have stuck around. So um, I we had we had Jeremiah Jensen. Mm-hmm. He, he hosted with me yesterday. And- uh, he brought up some really interesting points about uh, NBC wanting to get back in the basketball game, and and that that actually bodes well here at KSL because yeah, it it's the NBC affiliate mm-hmm. here. Um, I you know in, back in the day, and so he talked about kind of that very point about what you said. You know, there's there's opportunities here uh, for for teams to kind of get more creative or find other options or find other partnerships, and I I I'm wondering. Is the, do you ever get a point to a point? Because here's here's where I, I think about this all the time. Like when I played in the NFL, the salary cap for an entire team, <laughs> the first year they had a salary cap was thirty two million dollars for the entire team. You wouldn't even afford okay. a quarterback, right? Today. And so it's like two hundred and twenty million dollars or something this year, somewhere yeah. somewhere in that neighborhood. Does there ever get a point because the revenue? For for these sports is through television deals. That's the biggest source of all this revenue, and the NBA all of a sudden, up on it, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, you're seeing this happen. And so, does does it go more to um, you know an NBC or you know you talk about some of these different options? You know, streaming services. It hasn't worked well for the Clippers. You know, as you know the the number of people that have actually tuned in, signed up. I guess I guess what would be interesting. I wonder if we could do this as a as a survey question. I'm just talking out loud here. If you're a Utah Jazz fan and the Jazz go to a streaming service, would you pay for, for that service to actually watch the Jazz? It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me, and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, You will get... Or do people go, nah, 
I'm not watching it. You you will have a lot of vocal people who will say they're not going to pay for it because for years, you remember they were on KJS for so many years when Larry Larry Miller owned the team. They were on they were on KJS. I remember watching them all my growing up years. Yes, and then they signed with uh, AT and T Sportsnet, and they got they got a lot of money from that deal. Let's be let's be very clear about that. The the thing about this is is you will have people who will pay up because they want to watch their jazz. The the thing is, I think you need to distribute it in multiple ways. Probably via an app or a streaming service. Okay. Get it on if you can get it on linear TV here in Utah. Whether that is partnering with one of the TV affiliates here, whether it's our our homies right downstairs here with 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 KSL, get it out to as many people as you possibly can, and try and and build a revenue stream different by different ways. So does a t does does a, a place like Bonneville uh-huh. do they have the capability to um, pay for and televise jazz games locally. Not f- okay. Well, I mean, do they have? Do they have that's deep a good enough pockets? Or you know, does does Channel do, Four? Do, do they have the deep enough pockets to pay does, the re- you know, the money? That's a great question. That is a very good question. I'd have to ask some people about that. I do know that there has been interest from different entities here in this market. I'm not going to throw out names because, yeah. but. I, I know that there are entities in this market who would like to partner with the Jazz on distributing that if, they, if they're yeah. interested. The only issue is I don't think the the money, if that makes sense, like the, the Jazz probably want to in the number of millions of dollars for these right. rights. Of course, yeah. How many entities are you going to have to partner with, or will one entity say we're willing to pony up that that, that amount of money to make you guys exclusive to us? Yeah, that's the big question. I think I think I think a sport like uh, basketball is interesting in how you generate all of the, all of your television revenue yes. as you know as a, as a league and a franchise because the NFL it's pretty cut and dried. You know, you, you have these outlets, and of course they're expanding into these streaming services and all this stuff, but. But Slowly, the, but the bread and butter, you know, is yeah. on at, linear on linear TV. TV. Yeah, I'm just curious if a local, you know, because you have so many games. I mean, if the Jazz, like they're not, they're not. There's not a single game that's nationally televised for the Utah Jazz. Can can basketball go to a model like that where every every single NBA game is broadcast on some station somewhere? I, apparently not. And and I don't know the answers to this. I'm just you know I'm just thinking off the top of my head. And how because how do you keep up with these salaries? How do you keep up with the the, well, the salary cap if you don't have the television revenue? Okay, uh, to in order to do that, I see where you're going. The bigger thing is is the 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 national deals that the TV the, the NBA is going to partner with probably ESPN. NBC says, says they want back in yeah. TNT. I'm sure is going to bid on it. Yep. Heck, CBS. Anybody's going to partner with and try and get a partnership with the NBA because it, it's outside of the NFL. It's one of the bigger cash cows in yes. terms of TV rights. Right. There are projections that the NBA could triple the amount oh. of money it's making right now in these new media rights negotiations. We're talking in the billions of dollars, oh. and then at that point, that's where that money's going to keep the salary cap rising and rising and rising paying guys 60 70 million dollars a year that's that's where we're going with this can they lower the ticket prices then 
I mean, if you get <laughs> yeah. if you're tripling your revenue from yeah. television, just lower the ticket prices so we could we could take our kids to a game and we don't have to sit up on the top row. That is, like, what, that, I just don't want to sit on the top row and fall out of. Do you know how steep it is it up is there? Very, and, trust me, I I sit up there a lot. <laughs> no offense, like I, I that's 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 my perch. That's where I watch a lot of jazz games. You like it? Do you like it? I not necessarily like it because you have to be closer to the action. But I've sat up there and I've, it's very steep in terms of the the gradient and, and everything. The bigger thing at, at stake here, Scott, is I'm with you. You need to make it more affordable for the fans. And the bigger other issue on this is the the player management, the load management stuff. There are people who save up hundreds and hundreds of dollars to come to one jazz game in yes. theory a year, hoping to see, let's say, Steph Curry. And I don't know Steph's actually one of the guys who plays more often than not. But there are guys like Kawhi Leonard that you probably want to see. He sits out more often than he plays, it feels like, in certain circumstances. That is the problem, is that the NBA is hurting its product by allowing these players to just kind of opt out of playing certain games when they're on the road, etc. That is what hurts the product, and ultimately I think it's going to cause a little bit of a reckoning with regards to the amount of prices and everything. I will always have mad respect for Arthur Blank for one reason. He has kept the prices at the Atlanta Falcons team. Their Mercedes, that yeah, new, right. it yep. looks like a rose. It was a yep. top-line NFL arena. He has kept food prices at like reasonable. Like It's like five bucks for like a hamburger there. You can't get that anywhere else in the sports world. I'm sorry. Yeah. I will always have mad respect for a guy like that because he understands what it means to to families who want to take their kids. I've got two kids of my own, and taking them to a jazz game, it is bust out the pocketbook. You're you're paying through the nose for this. Well, and the thing the thing is is if you're going to own a franchise uh-huh. in in today's sports market, you're you're a billionaire. Oh, you 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 got, got impressively deep pockets. It's not you're not the Brown family, you know, yeah. that started this, and and so so you're you know you have these cheap pockets, and yeah. like every dollar from every concession stand and everything is. Yeah. you know, taken out of your bottom Arthur line. Arthur Blank has Home Depot over there right. to tie him exactly. Over. So. No, it's and that's and that's a really good point, but I, I just I just get the sense like um, having having the ability to uh, you know have people uh, watch these games mm-hmm. and getting back to the load management side of this, and I heard a thing from Charles Barkley, actually a positive thing uh, before he was ripping on Utah, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, uh, where, where these athletes are in the most amazing shape of their lives. Mm-hmm. They're in um they they can withstand this, you know, the pounding and all this stuff. And you know, you talk about these other streaming services going, look, if you're not going to give us the best product, the we only want the marquee games if you're the Pac-12, you know, that's supposedly one of the negotiation yeah, the, points. The, the Amazon wants the big wants the big Why game shouldn't game. it be the same way um with with basketball, and you know, it's going to be a discussion that's had. Yeah. And and uh, and these players all of a sudden are going to go, look, y'all got to show up. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't, um, <laughs> you know, maybe they cut their pay. Maybe they just don't get paid if they're going to sit. Out. It's like, OK, fine. You want to sit out a game, then then you're just you're, you're not going to get paid for this. But that'd be it's, collectively it's, bargain, though. That's the issue. <laughs> it's but it's mind boggling to me, mind boggling to me that they they do this. And I, I've heard the other side of the argument. Well, don't you want them to play longer? Well, a lot of guys play longer back when it wasn't even, you know, you had guys playing long careers in the NBA. I don't think careers are shortened because the guys have to play an 82 regular season season game. John, just, John Stockton, you know how many games he missed in his 19-year career? I think it was a handful. 
22 games. Yeah. 19 of those games, excuse me, no, yeah, it was 22 games. 19 of those games came off of one knee injury when he had his meniscus repair yeah. in the mid-90s. Yeah. He rarely, rarely missed games. Yep. And a lot, by the way, a lot of his career, guess what homeboy was doing, along with Carmelo and the rest of the Jazz? They were flying coach, flying commercial. Yep. They weren't flying charter yep. like all these NBA players are today. You know, Rick Barry also brought up a point uh, really quick here before we go to break. He goes, like, the NBA is a joke right now. He goes, I actually did a breakdown in, in one game, and there were 59 moving screens. He goes, <laughs> traveling, palming the basketball, and moving screens, it's embarrassing. It's, it's, a, it's a travesty to, to what the game is. And the reality is, is the players are allowed to get away with it. Yeah, they are. And he goes, you know, clean up the game. And maybe the NBA needs to look at, you know, with these new TV rights, they need to look at maybe cleaning up the game. There's tremendous athletes. It's a, a lot of talent in the NBA today. Don't don't ruin it. You know, don't really, really, there's ways to even make it better than where it is. We're 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 living in a like a golden age of NBA talent, by the way. We really are. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. All right, we're going to take uh, another break here. Uh, what do we got coming back? Oh, Deshaun Watson. Might want to renegotiate. We'll see. It's Unrivaled, 97.5 UKSL Sports Zone. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.